Let Me Ask You is a podcast for grown-ups, and while that never changes, this episode does not require a content warning. It's very lighthearted and really just fun. We're here to announce a new project called Bonfire Socials. Be sure to check out their website, bonfiresocials.com, starting February 6th to support their Kickstarter. We hope you enjoyed this episode as much as we did. Hello, and welcome back to Let Me Ask You, the podcast. Today, as always, I'm joined by my co-host, Jake. What's up? And our guests today, we have Aaron and Alex, entrepreneurs, really great friends of mine. Aaron, Alex, thank you for joining us today. Take just a second to introduce yourself. Hey, I'm Aaron. Hello, I'm Alex. Bonfire Socials is is the name of their company. Today, we are not joined, however, by our would-be would sponsor. Would-be sponsor. Raid Shadow. Like, like, come on, man. You sponsor everything. You won't sponsor us. How many emails do I have to send you? There's like 80 trillion playable characters, and you can't lend one of them to us? It's like really You can have up. two playable characters right now, Clay and Jake. Okay, but you <laughs> won't. Dude, let me Ronda find Rousey out. got a deal, let and now I want mine. If you're a return listener, thank you for joining us. Again, if you're a new listener, we hope you enjoy. Let's get right into it. Aaron, Alex, tell us how this idea got started. Hey, so Bonfire Socials is a lifestyle company dedicated to being a better society together. Essentially, in a world that is plagued with loneliness, we want to create a community. And we think a good place to start is with the person in front of us. So during the COVID-19 pandemic, we all have our stories. And our story is that we were sitting outside on our back porch and we were brainstorming some card games and we paused our brainstorming break i looked over and i noticed a scar on alex and i was like hey so uh what's that scar about and bam it was like lightning and he was like that's it that's the one and we have curated these body focused questions so yes, they truly are all up, all about the body. It's questions about the arms, the fingers, the hands, the feet. Uh, you'd be surprised. People have opinions about their belly buttons. Is any of it um, have to do with people's like mental stuff or is it all physical? Yeah, that's a really good question. Things can be subjective, but we aimed for this deck to be available for you to play with strangers friends, family members, and yeah, we've uh, actually showed it at a conference for therapists. Oh, that's actually really cool. We got some really great feedback. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. But for the most part, it's simple questions like, what's the story behind your hairstyle? Yeah, nothing is particularly provocative in the way that like, you would genuinely feel uncomfortable. It's really just like icebreakers in a sense about yeah. the body, about experiences that we all had because we all have a mm-hmm. body. I gotta say that Throwback to a couple episodes ago. If you listen to my story, if you haven't, you should. What are you doing? Jake and I spent time to thoroughly introduce ourselves on the podcast. In my story, I talk about leaving my parents' house and going to live with my best friend. Aaron is my best friend's cousin. So we, we Aaron is my family. And this whole bonfire social, the game scars, this has been years because I, I have experienced, you know, sitting on that back porch with 20, 30 people and having these really deep, meaningful conversations, leaving that and thinking, man, 
Why can't I experience that anywhere else? Why can I only experience <laughs> that there? So I'm, it's the back porch. The back porch, right? I'm super excited about everything you guys are doing. It allows you to be able to genuinely be yourself. Exactly. I uh, I appreciate what, what Clayton, uh, if I can infer a little bit, um, we get, we as people get into these situations that are painfully shallow or superficial. Oh, yeah. We all start talking about these things that no one really cares about. I know that's a, that's a bit of step. Plenty of people care about yeah, You're them, right though. But for, I, I want to be seen and known and I actually really care about the person in front of me. I'm like, that's a whole person right there. They have a life, they have a childhood, they have memories, they have opinions. And I personally, I'm like, tell me, who are you? Like, really, not just this avatar sitting in front of me. Yeah, what's your story? Yeah, and that's what SCARS is all about. What is your story? Yeah, and your words definitely have power. I, I had a conversation the other day where um, I, I said that if you run into someone into an elevator, right, everyone has like pointless like gratuities right like good morning but like it's 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 kind of rare if you really think about it like how genuine was that comment right if you ask someone in passing like how they're doing I, i'm a believer that you better be 100 percent prepared to be the recipient if they're not having a good day like if you're the person that they just decide to dump on because you asked that question you better not be like upset that that happened to you because you prompted it so I, yeah i agree with you i i agree with that i I have been asking myself this question the past year. What do you do when small talk feels intrusive? And I've been in a lot of situations lately where small talk feels like, why even ask? Why are you going to ask them about your day if you're really not prepared for that answer because you don't have the mental faculties or whatnot? And I do think that we kind of have to uh, fight against that because personally, I feel like, we have a duty to nourish ourselves, but we also have to nourish ourselves in community because that yeah. that is what has furthered humanity is mm -hmm. being in community. And I don't think there's anything wrong with, with talking about who you really are because in, in most interactions I've had, especially, you know, like first dates, like some of the best conversations I've had have literally just been like, for the lack of better term, like trauma dumps, just talking about like just being vulnerable, just talking about who you are because that like that really does connect people. And it's way better than just being like, oh, like, what do you want to do in life? Like, it's just like you could have like pointless conversation starters that doesn't really break the ice. Or you can really like divulge and let this person know who you are. So I don't think it's a waste of time, honestly. And if anything, it could be like a venting session for you. And worse comes to worse. You just you don't really remember what the conversation was about. You help somebody through their day by listening to their plight and then you moved on. Like it wasn't that big of a deal, you know? Yeah. Vulnerability is incredibly yeah. important. I think we need more vulnerability these days. So I completely agree. It's hard though. But it the is identity hard. is no longer your occupation. It's actually who you are. It's like being able to just talk about it gives you all the room in the world to actually just be yourself rather than just what are you defined as as what society would, you know, possibly give you. Yeah. We're so much more than our occupation. Way more. I don't even think our occupation is like truly who we are. Cause I mean, at the end of the day, like you can be honest, right? Like you're doing your occupation because you need money. Like regardless of what you do it's because you need money, but that's not who you are. Right. I mean, it can play into it. Like you want to be in like the medical field cause you're, you're, you're empathetic. You care about people. Like that's good. But like, that's not really who you are. Right. The idea for bonfire socials was conceived back in COVID-19 time frame. The first post on your Instagram was from 14 weeks ago and 
the LLC is for 2020. What Talk about that time leading up before you started announcing this and COVID-19. What were some setbacks that you found or what were some, some things that took time to establish? You're going to hear about my melancholy. <laughs> Love it. So Alex is a professional musician. He went on tour. I'm a massage therapist. And so I admittedly, I was like, I miss you. You're off having all these fun adventures and I'm just a boring massage therapist. And I love my job. I get to make people feel good all the time. You're also not boring. Thank you. Whenever he came back, I had been thinking about things, about how I could provide to the world maybe more than massage, um, but community oriented because my service industry really does nourish me. I honestly think that by massaging people every day, I'm making people honk less on the road, like less traffic. It's great. It's good for everyone. So he comes back and I'm like, hey, I've got this idea. We extrapolated on it, blah, blah, blah. We're like, well, how can we make this? Because, yes, there will be a physical location in the future. But we uh, started figuring out. What can we do to get there? What do we like? We like conversations. We like creating community. So, yeah, it, it was definitely like we had this grand idea of creating a uh, place where people can come, um, kind of united through food and through conversation. And in our version of the food element, it was uh, s'mores, like something that you can do around a campfire, something that you can, you know, like this just kind of uh, intrinsically set upon as like a group activity, you know. Doing that, everyone can I just identify with. Bonfire campy, like yeah. Hence the name, Bonfire Socials. Um, but so we built this whole thing off of s'mores, ultimately. Um, but scars was kind of our way to get to that place, um, to where we had, well, ultimately you was this um, solution to a rather worldwide pandemic problem. Loneliness. Yeah. Loneliness is a epidemic right now. Yeah. And being able to find a way that we can all actually relate to each other. Um, so it took so long from 2020 to 2022, 2023, yeah. um, due to, you know, testing the cards out, writing way more cards than what are actually in the box. Um, and that gave oh, rise yeah. to kind of the expansion packs and things like that. Um, you know, questions that are targeted towards different audiences, you know, like the sex expansion, you know, more intimacy and things like that. Um, and then we've got a bunch more planned in the future, which uh, we're not talking about. But um, ultimately, it took so long because we wanted to make sure this was right, that people actually did want this. Um, we tested it through multiple configurations. Um, we revised, we edited, we cut down, we added it, you know, like it, it was just a whole lot of things to make sure that this is something that resonated with people and that people actually were able to, uh, in a sense, just understand each other from because it's a shared experience. Yeah, you say um, you see the name scars, you hear the definition body focused conversation cards and people practically freak out. They're like, oh, my God. What are they going to say? What kind of questions are they going to ask me? And it's easy. It's fine. It's it's really okay. We've got like five questions that are maybe a little deeper in the conversation deck. And it's not anything that you wouldn't be able to talk about with a stranger. 
So did we answer your question or did we go off the beaten track because I'm ADHD AF? No, and that's actually where I was going to go next. Um, Aaron, Aaron has a lot of energy. And I remember any time that we are all together, right, as a family, it always starts with a very simple question. It always starts. Someone asks a very simple question about a very simple thing. And you can look towards anyone in the room and all the wheels are turning, but Aaron's are turning the fastest. And inevitably, someone breaks the ice with a serious question built onto the simple question. 98% of the time, it's Aaron. What are some like, during all of these, this two-year period, what are some of the impacts that you've already seen come from SCARS and the planning of Bonfire Socials? Oh my god. That's a a wonderful question. So we have taken these cards everywhere. We have mulled over them. The thing that we have tried to avoid is yes or no answer because those are boring. Being able to be like, hey, do you like this or that? Um, That's an answer. Being able to tell a story is so much more impactful. So we have taken these places to bakery and these places, these cards to places, places, and we've gone to bars, we've gone to bakeries. A lot of people are admittedly nervous at first. They're like, "Eh, the name is Scars. You're telling me that it's body focused. They start playing it and they're like, actually, these questions are pretty cool. Did you guys come up with these questions? And we're like, yeah, you have no clue. Two years in the making of me writing them down, digitizing them, saying, I like this question. I hate this question. This this one is too much. This one is not enough. Yeah, it has just been the intense. verbiage of the same question. You're oh, testing different verbiage? ways to say the same thing. Yeah, you don't want it to sound boring. But like some of the things we've seen uh, when we were shooting our uh, Kickstarter video, um, that's Zoom 37 here in Lampasas. Uh, they said we, it was refreshing. They we said had I had demographics from, you know, our age, like, you know, early 30s, uh, younger, um, up to uh, 60s, mm-hmm. uh, just having a the, the same great time you'd expect from someone of a younger generation. Um, and seeing the ability to blend across all of that was very, very exciting to see. Bridging gaps. Yeah. And like, it it doesn't matter about the age. We all have the same experiences or, you know, similar experiences that we can relate to um, through the body. And Mm -hmm. seeing it from someone that's like 65 years old, just talking about, oh, how they got the scar back in 1960. It's like, holy shit, that's fucking awesome. Some of our closest friends right now, we actually became closer because of this game that we made. And it's really cool yeah. to be able to say that's that. something to be really proud of people i've worked with for years and then suddenly here we are in the community yeah we ask them have you ever had a head injury and they're like oh i've got 12 to tell you about <laughs> yeah some of the questions when i played people were like well which time you know and some of the questions led to more questions as the person is telling the story there are questions that get compounded onto that and i think that's that's really the magic you know that's the magic of what this game does with connecting people is just opens up the conversation. And it's really ingenious. Like it's, it's really is hard to be vulnerable and you've literally taken such a, like a niche topic and turn it into like a fun game to play. So it's, it's not as, as intimidating. So it's, it's genius. Yeah. I mean, Thank if you're you. on the Patreon, right. If you're on the Patreon and you can see the video, <laughs> then uh, if, if you're not on the Patreon, what are you doing? Buy this, Clay some I coffee, mean, dude. Jake, does this look uh, imposing or scary to you? I'm terrified. This box. Yeah. It's it's very it's very innocent. It's 
It looks <laughs> great, by the way. First, so is it is it available for purchase right now? No. So we're launching our Kickstarter campaign on uh, February sixth, mm-hmm. and we're going to uh, ideally fund everything through that and be able to get this out to a wider audience than we've been able to do just through kind of your standard social media. Yeah, we're trying to promote pre-ordering right now. And I just want to pop right back to what you guys said. What we are trying to encourage is we, super heady, philosophical, whatever. Um, I want to encourage people to ask themselves what makes a game a game. Is it because it's fun? Is it because it's challenging? Is it because there's a winner and a loser? Yes, this is a conversation card deck. But how you win is by connecting with people, which isn't something you can really fabricate. You have to be honest. You have to be vulnerable. And by the end of it, you walk away and you're like, holy shit. I just made that, a friend. <laughs> that, was, that was really cool. I feel connected. And that is what we have seen time and time again with something that it doesn't ask questions like, what is your deepest psychological childhood fear? A terrible wording, but you get what I'm saying. <laughs> Childhood fears, people like it's one answer. But if I ask you, what is your most recent scar? Well, that's subject to change based on if you fell out of a hammock or not. I fell out of a hammock. That's <laughs> personalized. That was carb. <laughs> it happens. No, no, no. That's okay. Are we able to, and feel free to say no, but are we able to go through a few of the cards just to see what it's about? Absolutely. Let's do it. Too. Okay. Let's see. We've got them right here. This is the no back. cards are off the table. Oh, the- pun intended. Whichever uh-huh. one you want. Okay. Pick a card. <laughs> I got you. There I go. What's the story behind your tattoo? Pick Whoa, one. I have six tattoos. You have tattoos? I have six. So, Ooh, all right. Um, all right. So, do you want upper body or lower body? And I'll tell you one of those. Your pick, man. Okay. Most detrimental. No, I'll answer. Upper body. Upper body. Okay. So I would say probably hey, like this one. Nice. <laughs> this is probably. Oh, the color. It, it, maybe it's a tie between this one and this little like wrist tattoo. This little smile. Hey, that's so, nice. Almost like. Stupid. Yeah. So the story behind the like the uh, the campfire scene is um, so I tried to I didn't want to get like pointless tattoos. I wanted to try to have each of them at least mean something to me. And um, I remember as a kid, the most fun that I ever had, and it's funny that you bring up like social interactions being like the cusp of what makes something fun is like everything that I did was never about like the actual like thing that I was doing, but the experience that I had and was able to share it with other people. And I think one of the most fun things that I would do as a kid is like sit down at bonfires and cook food and like hang out with my friends and laugh and tell jokes and stuff. Like I remember this one time we we went fishing and caught this catfish and we had no clue what we were doing and we tried to cook it over this bonfire and I remember laughing for like three hours straight as we absolutely burned this catfish to a crisp and we tried to eat it anyways and it was so bad but um I just wanted something to like immortalize that on myself so that I can take a look down at my arm every once in a while and like remember where I came from because as an adult now unfortunately you you grow apart from your friends and you don't get to experience a lot of stuff that you did as a kid. And so the best that you can do is reminisce. So the visual reminder is just something that helps me do that from time to time. And then the smiley face, I I really like the smiley face too. Um, Going back on being hard to be vulnerable with others. There was somebody that um, 
I'm still I'm still really close with. And when I met her, um, I actually ended up falling in love with this girl, but we're, we're now friends. But she was one of the only people in my life where I felt truly comfortable in my own skin and where I could be vulnerable about like everything that had ever happened to me. And she felt the same way about me. And so we agreed on getting matching tattoos. So my buddy, um, who is an amateur tattoo artist, um, gave us both little little smiley faces. She got to choose it. And um, yeah, so she has one on her wrist. I have one on mine. I love the sentimentality. <laughs> Thank you for sharing. Yeah, absolutely. That, that speaks to like kind of what Clayton was saying is that it's a, it's not supposed to keep you on track with the cards. It's supposed to bring up multiple stories. It's supposed to take you down different paths of your yeah. life. And that is, that is beautiful. That is what this and, is about is just uh, the raw emotion. Yeah. Cause I can feel it. I'm just like, oh, <laughs> yeah. sweet. It's like I understand. Who yeah. You are. And that plays into yeah. what Clay and I are trying to do. Our, our mission is obviously being story keepers, listening to what people's lives are about. And the biggest thing about that is Sonder. You know, it's the realization that everyone's life around you is just as unique as your own. And you would never know. You would never look at someone and be like, man, they've probably been through some shit. But, or like you just see a dude with a tattoo on his arm and you might be like, ah, all right, cool. But like you just take a second and you learn about someone. You're just like, you have a whole new appreciation for it. And if not like that, you have an appreciation for them at least. And that's everybody. Everybody has that kind of story. So it's like, dude, like don't be scared yeah. to have conversations. So, that, so I love how this plays into like our mission as well. So that's really cool. Does anyone else have a tattoo story? I can make mine super fast. So this is a balloon. Um, my mom was called a yellow balloon by her mother. And so there's a little bit of yellow here. So with my high energy, I can also be rather anxious. And I was talking to my dad one day and I was like, uh, da -da 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 -da, scary, blah, 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 fears. And he was like, Aaron, just let go. Let that shit and go. Uh, that's what <laughs> Yeah, it's about letting go. I love that. So, oh, sorry. Yeah, it's really cool. Yeah, I love it too. It's a good reminder. Let that shit go, yeah, man. Mine's literally none of this meant anything. It was yeah. just like, good God, I need something for my industry, so let's do it. But I also love hearing that because yeah. there are plenty of people. Yeah, absolutely. They don't. They're just like, I just got a tattoo. Like you know that? Like, yeah, it might not mean a lot, but something was going through your head when you got that, right? So, like, what made you decide on that? Yeah, like everything was free drawn by my artist James Rhodes. Um, I just gave him my arm and said, please give me a sleeve. And I was like, I don't know, fucking make it geometric, you know? And he said, sure. So we redrew it. And we just said, look, that sounds great. Let's do it. Um, checked it once in the mirror. And then it's like, here we go. Um, ultimately, it was just because the way my industry is, uh, music is a hell of a thing. And a whole lot of it comes down to like the way you look more than, than the way you can play and things like that. Your image. Um, so I figured, fuck it, let's just get a sleeve and be done with it, and then we can go on from there. Wow. I also admire <laughs> not needing a meeting, because yeah. I've been one of those yeah. people who I'm like, it's gotta have significance. Yeah, yeah and like, um, yours is a wonderful tribute, like your uh, yeah. balloon. And... But your art is beautiful. Not to like, double compliment, but like, <laughs> it not needing to have something is so <laughs> Yeah. I'll compliment hey. you compliment. So on that same vein, this these words on my forearm, the first tattoo I ever got, they're crooked. Uh they're not centered at all. I got them professionally done on like two days after my eighteenth birthday. And I was with my buddies and we were talking about a song that they wrote, and I was like, Man, I love those lyrics. I'm gonna get that tattooed. 
And they said, no balls. And so I called the first <laughs> tattoo artist. That I just Googled tattoo studio. Called him. It was like 8.30 at night. I was very drunk already. And he was like, well, I closed in 30 minutes, but I don't really have anything going on. So why don't you just come on down to the shop, man? So I went down to this yeah. shop. He opened the door for me, locked it behind us, right? It's like me and three of my buddies in this shop. I got this tattoo. I couldn't stay still, right? I'd never done this before. I had been drinking probably all day. And not too, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> not it. not okay. Yeah. Not okay. Right. <laughs> um, you don't you're not stoning. We that. went we went back to the house, kept drinking, woke up the next morning. Did a little stretch in the bathroom, right? And scared myself. I was like, oh, what the, the hell is that on my arm? I was like, oh, it's not straight. The words are kind of fading already. There's like bumps in it. But I love it. I love it, though. You know? Yeah. It doesn't mean anything. It just means a good night. Great point in your history. Yeah, it was. I love being okay with the imperfection. Yeah. It... I think it adds to it. Oh, for sure. It makes perfectly it perfectly imperfect. Correct me if I'm wrong. There's four types of cards or three. Do you count four or three? There are three different decks. We have our base pack, which has 54 cards in it. It is um, two resolve and reshuffle cards. So you can end the game because not everybody wants to keep on answering questions over and over and over. They feel interrogated. Fair. And sometimes you have a hard way of just ending and saying, hey, guys, you done? Yeah. Uh, so this just makes it easy. It yeah. takes, puts it right in your lap where you can say, all right, like, we, we did good tonight. Two group share cards and 50 question cards. We have the More Scars pack, which is 25 cards, which expands on Scars, the original pack. And then we have Done, 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 the Sex Expansion mm. pack. Everyone's scared and also super interested in it. Everyone's interested. I think less scared. Everyone's they just, they just want They're to like, hide the fact more. that they're so fucking excited about it. It is a, a 30 card deck. And it doesn't ask, I don't know, I don't want to say base questions, but they're carefully thought out. We didn't want to be weird with questions. Mm -hmm. Also didn't want to kind of touch on anything that's so just obviously bland, where, <laughs> like, I don't know, like, how many partners have you had or something like that? It's, yeah, it's a question it's that doesn't no offer body much substance. Questions, no. It's um, like, for instance, in this expansion pack, one of the cards is... Um, have you ever brought food into your erotic play? Hey, how fun! Yeah, either you have or you haven't. Either way, it should be a good story. Yeah. yeah. Do you do you have Absolutely. one of those cards? Or do we? Could... Yeah, we, we do. do. Well, they're out there right now. Okay. But I have them all in my head. <laughs> okay. Erin yeah, keeps okay. everything. Erin keeps everything in her head. I cannot. I can't express enough how much of an interdimensional space Erin's mind is. She was like, Alex, well, it's uncanny. She's, she's like, Alex, listen, I was, I was thinking about card 42 last night. I just. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, Alex, I'm Alex is just, kidding. what, what no. card? Which card is that? Yeah, One of them. He's like, R aren't Aaron. It doesn't matter. Stop yeah. doing this. And I'll give me an obscure B side. I'll be okay. Not with this. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, yes. Um. We do have more cards. Yeah, to let's answer. do. Let's yeah, do absolutely. One. And, and if you want to, if you want to shuffle your brain for a sex card, I'm I'm all for that too. Nothing's off limits for this podcast. What about your brain? Okay, shuffle it. Mm. Get a good shuffle. All right, hold on, hold on, hold on. 
Oh, not that one. <laughs> <laughs> so I told you, she one. has to. That was a bad one. Don't pick that one. Not that one. kid-friendly show. Oh, no. Anything about that. Okay. If your kids are listening to this, I applaud your parenting style. Okay. Yeah, I would. Hey! <laughs> yes, your kids should play the sex pack. Oh no! Recommended ages. If your kids are playing the sex pack, I'm calling no, law enforcement. Not thirteen up. We're doing thirteen and below. Do this, and I'm gonna uh, pull something from my brain. What you get? What you get? All right, for this one, so this is kind of one of the more interesting perspectives that we have with some of the cards, which is a past to present. Uh, what do you think about your eye color from when you were, say, a child to now? Whoa. <laughs> Oh, that's a pretty interesting question. Whoa. What color are your eyes? By the way, I have the question, and I'm just going to say it, and then we're going to not answer that, and we're going to answer this question. Are you ready? Are you ready for your disclaimer? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, what is the most risque location that you've had situations in? That's not the actual. That's not the question. It's. I promise oh. you. The, well, verb- the answer is Clay's car. <laughs> Interestingly <laughs> enough, my answer is also Clay's car. <laughs> uh, uh, so, to your original question, um, I don't know if you can tell. I think I have some pretty blue eyes. <laughs> um, so it, I don't. I don't really know. As a kid, I don't think it really like phased me as much. I don't think I really gave like <gasps> second thoughts of the color of my eyes. But as I okay. Well, I, I just, I don't know. I just never thought about it as a kid. I just knew that my eyes were blue, and that was that. I didn't really. But they're like the token eyes in our society. Everybody's like those. I think, I think eyes. I did like appreciate that everyone, well, n- not on their behalf, but everyone was like upset that they had brown eyes, and I'm like, man, I'm really glad that's not me. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad I'm pretty, you know. Fuck those losers. <laughs> and but as an adult. Um, especially, especially when you are engaged in a love life or, um, just being a single man, like one of the like things I'm complimented on is my eyes or like, and like your eyes change too. Like if you smile, your eyes play part in that, you know what I mean? And like, it really brings everything together. So I think compliments on my eyes being, you know, I've, I've definitely grown to appreciate the color of my eyes. I'm like, (laughs) this is going to sound narcissistic, but I'm just like, damn, I got some pretty eyes, dude. Like, I'll just look in the mirror and be like, damn. You're just. <laughs> Why do I have such beautiful eyes? Why are you just eyes? so perfect? <laughs> well, Jake, not all of us can have perfect blue eyes. I remember as a child, um, I heard the frequent phrase from my parents: uh, "My eyes are brown because I'm full of shit." Right. And so, as a child, <laughs> oh, no. I was like, "Wow, I hate the color of my eyes. I wish they were different, and I I loathe it." And then one time in my early twenties ish. One person, I don't even remember who the person was, but I remember this interaction. One person was like, well, you have really deep eyes. They're really pretty. And for the rest hey. of my life, I will hold that compliment directly You're riding that high. You're right. Yeah, Dude, I'm and, still riding that compliment. And I think I think it's more than oh. just the color. Like, you're, like, the eye shape and everything, like, your eye color also complements, like, who you are. Because they say that your eye is, like, the window to your soul, you know? So if you actually, like... I had my ex-girlfriend, she had brown eyes, but to me, they're like the most beautiful eyes I'd ever seen. So like, I don't think like the eye color is like super important. I think it just all plays a part into that. 
you, you know what I mean? <laughs> I always used to tell Beautiful. her that she had eyes like a crystal clear puddle of mud. And that was like our joke. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That's amazing. Yeah. I wanted my eyes to be green for one thing. And then I got older and I was like, what's special about my eyes? And I, <laughs> okay. I was like, hey, friend. Let's shine a light in my eyes and let me know if you see anything special in there. They tell me there is gold. I don't know. But I'm going to take since it. I... I'm going to take it. I like them now. I wanted them to be. Green's actually the rarest color. Have you ever seen people that have two different colored eyes? Yeah. Heterochromatic like One's eyes. blue, Wait. one's green, and it's like, whoa. Is that what it's called? We say it yeah. again? Jamie. Jamie, look that up. We don't have someone named Jamie to look. We don't have up. someone I, named Jamie. I have to, to look, look it up. Jake is. Jake is. Hi, Jamie. Um, and our son slightly has uh, different colored eyes. Two um, different brown yeah, eyes. Different they're, shades. They're slightly like different. Distinct but... different shades. Yeah, one a little darker, one more brown. Mm-hmm. And your eyes, go on. How do you feel about them? When I was very young, it's kind of like I was all pupil, so just like black. Mm-hmm. Um. Gnarly. As I got older, they, they lightened up a little bit, but uh, I just have like very dark brown eyes, and I never really gave a shit. They're just my eyes, and nothing I'm really interested <laughs> in doing. My sister, though, like she would get different like contact lenses that would change the color of her eyes. Never really worked out for her. Hmm. I've always okay. actually thought that those like crazy colored contacts are always sort of like off putting. It's also like from what I remember, they were very tell. uncomfortable. Like yeah. I had like the knockout little X's. Mm-hmm. Um, it was like for a Halloween party. Uh, couldn't see shit, <laughs> and they just—they're <laughs> so fun for an anime convention, though. As someone who creates projects, and anybody that has created a project can tell you, there's an incubation period, right? And kind of an incubation chamber that is your environment. So, what do you think was so special about your incubation chamber that created this? I mean, we're having a great time right now on a podcast asking these questions. So what, what was special about the incubation chamber for this project? The fact that it was during the pandemic and everything was shut down and we were able to just sit on our back porch uh, in a house that we thankfully had just bought before the pandemic and just look at nature and just kind of get immersed in the conversation that we could have with everything, start playing ideas off, like, the freedom of that environment was very tantamount to like what all of this ultimately became. Being able to be, you know, like even in a like a romantic relationship, like Aaron and I, um, being that vulnerable about literally everything, like we answered all the questions that we have put out, um, mm-hmm. and I learned things about her that I didn't even know, you know, after several years, uh, and vice versa. Uh, questions you don't think to ask. Yeah. Because you don't think to ask about the other person's toes. Unless they're fucked up. No, because it's like, <laughs> like you said early on, like, unfortunately, a lot of the conversations we have with people, even like, even people that we're intimate with, a lot of times it's really like shallow surface level sort of content. Yeah. And even then, like, you're always still trying to impress the other person. Yeah. Rather than just being yourself, allowing them to just love the person that you actually are. Masking. And it's like, yeah. it's almost like setting yourself up for failure too, because by pretending to like, put on this persona and stuff you're you're holding yourself to a different expectation than what would be naturally occurring for you so you're inevitably going to fail and once that facade you know collapses like 
Now you're just this entirely different person. So you're really not doing yourself any favors by being disingenuous. Just be who you are. That's a t-shirt. At at that point, I want to I want to highlight this uh, leaflet in the box, right? Because I opened the box and I was like, oh, cool, a little how to play little booklet. And there is how to play instructions in there. But on the other side, there's tips. And I thought that this this one little detail was just so incredible because people get this game and, and they'll look on the front and they'll be like, whoa, body talk imperfections. This is going to be hard. I don't I don't really know how to do that. And because mm-hmm. there are so many people that are cut off, if you will, from who they are. It might not be easy for someone to answer these questions, but the fact that you put these tips in here, um, be you, be honest and be real, be patient, be curious, be respectful. Like that's just the rules of the game, if you will. And, but it's not, it's so much more than that. And it's, it's a, it's a good starting place for people to, to learn how to talk about themselves. I appreciate that Clayton. Yes. Um, this game, you, you can be as vulnerable as detailed or as not detailed as you want. You don't have to share a story. That's the thing is people get in front of this and like, I got to talk, but you really don't. You can be a fly on the wall or you can answer what the story is behind your tattoo. But if you dare answer yes or no, Aaron and Alex both personally show up to your house with bats and force you to answer the question. That's exactly right. And if you're if you're friends with Jake and I, we will not settle for that answer. Sorry. Hey, no. what was your most recent injury? Yes. Answer or kneecap, you choose. Oh, Jake, you want to talk about my most recent injury? Oh. I'll give you a hint. You were there. The questions. I want to know. Dude, I don't was it dude, I don't was that at my house or something? Was I somehow well, yeah, it was it was in a field by your house. Oh, you <laughs> Dude, okay, so Clay and I have been working on this like movie. It's a short film. It's really funny, but it's literally like just like a promoter for the podcast. And there's a scene where Clay is running in a really funny way across this very large open field. And he fucking, what did you do? You like hurt your chest so, or your ribs? So your keep rib? in mind, keep in mind that we are in <laughs> full suits, okay? Dress shoes, t- tie, jacket, the whole nine. Mm-hmm. Just the nines. Yeah, and the camera is so far away from me in this field that I'm like, well, if I just run across this field, it's going to look lame. It's going to look like just somebody running across the field. So I got to do the whole arched back, really over-accentuate my movements, funny. right, with my arms my and my legs. Part. It was hilarious. And Clay at heard the very end of that, <laughs> At the very end of that run, I pulled the muscle in my back, and I looked back to Jake, and he goes, that was perfect. Can you do it again? And I was like, I don't think I can. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for like yeah. a week a week it was a good time though we we ran into some editing issues so we had to wait a, i think probably another week or so before we can actually release it but the the filming process itself was was fun it was a lot of fun it was funny too watching clay be so sporadic um but going back you were right it is heterochromia ir- iridum thanks jake yeah of course and then i was also going to say with the the contact colors it's crazy how even when people try to change like from like brown to blue, even if it's a natural shade of blue, you can tell that those aren't their eyes. Yeah, you stare at them. Isn't it? Like, isn't it weird? Yeah. Like what's weird? What's different about their eyes? Like even if you don't know them. Like if you put the shade yeah. of my eyes on clay, it just it wouldn't. I don't think it would look right. You it could tell right that it wrong. wasn't. Yeah. My mom had blue eyes. My sister has brown. She did the blue contacts. It was disturbing. right. That's what I'm saying. Like, you can just tell. It makes a person. It's like, it's just part of who they are. It's a window to the soul. Your soul looks tainted when you do that. Save it for the conventions. 
man, you look. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what was the um? So moving on to the, you had the 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 sexual question, right? Was that your actual question? Yeah, no, it is one of the questions in the pack. Is what is one of the most risque locations that? Yeah, so we, you've had sex. It's that one card that both of you experienced. Uh, <laughs> let me. Well, I believe Clay. One. Mine wasn't. That wasn't real. What I believe. No, Clay. that that was not. Um, go ahead, Jake. Was it simultaneous? But <laughs> well, so I would say like the most risque, just because of like where it was. I would say like in the woods. Did it one time oh. in the woods, like on a tree stump, was how it was like set up. A tree stump. Yeah, like, so romantic. It was so romantic. <laughs> But it wasn't, it wasn't like deep in the woods. It was like, I don't know why we did it like this, but it was like on the edge of the woods. So you could definitely see what we were doing if you're like paying attention. But there was another time in, um, in my car where we actually hid like on the floor because a cop for some reason stopped and would like started shining his flashlight into there. And it was a really like cold night. So the windows were all fogged up. So we were hiding. That was pretty scary. Okay, so I will be kind. I will be kind about so this. I was the only one that answered see. that. All right, I got set up. <laughs> I got set up. <laughs> fine, fine. It was by a railroad track. Very uncomfortable. Itchy. Don't recommend. At least it wasn't like on like the actual track, right? <laughs> Silver lining. Mine was on top of a specific scholastic building that uh, legally I should not say anything about, but. Oh. They know. they know. Yeah, mine was like a unnamed rock quarry that was definitely operating. Not at the time. It was night, but we shouldn't have been there. I'm also not going to say the name of the rock quarry. Yeah, some things are better left on the yeah. side. Like scars, which is a lot. We can leave it at certain yeah. places. Yeah. We can leave it at legal issues. Name drop the rock quarry. Okay. So this question is, what helps you get into the right headspace to fully enjoy pleasure? Music. Seeing nothing. Yeah. Wow, that's a good question. Blindfolds. I don't think I've ever thought about that. So the thing about this expansion pack is it's less about being raunchy and it's more about um, understanding yourself. Asking your questions, oh, have, like, I brought food into the bedroom. What do I need to experience pleasure? Which is... I think a birthright. Yeah, a lot of the questions do provoke things like that. Some people may actually not think about it all. Like, yep. you know, what would be your like your favorite kinks? Well, define a kink to yourself. That's a question. And go from there, and actually be comfortable with like, you know, I kind of dig that. So, what's wrong with saying that? It's you know? about normalizing things because also from one friend to another, you either have the friends that you talk about sex with or you don't but in our society it's largely shunned i feel and i think that it's something that we should talk about because there are so many benefits to it from pleasure to health to safety concerns honestly we should talk about these kinds of things so that we can normalize experience and it's a natural thing like like every animal on earth does it you know what I mean? Like to act like you're special and ninety percent of the people do it. The other ten percent lie about it. Yeah, it's not. It's not weird. Sure. It's normal. Exactly. No. If you don't do it ever, you that's not normal. I'd, I would argue. That's well, fine. Like, like it's a health mortality risk. Like there is enough science about it. Well, that, you know, and in, in in our pamphlet for this expansion, it says something to the effect of like we all have sex unless you don't because yes. Asexual, we want to go ahead and nod to them as well. 
I don't no. want or need it. And that's fine too. That and we fine. should normalize yeah. that as well. You're who you are, man. Man, I'm really, I'm really thinking about this question. Yeah. I, I'm thinking of it like in the context of like, is it with another, like a partner or just me, myself and I, but I guess that's not really, you're going to tell me, well, what do you want to tell us? <laughs> and so now I'm thinking about what I want to tell you. <laughs> I would say, um, as shallow or as deep as you want to go with it. Yeah. No pun intended. That's the thing. I would say that probably, um, I really, really appreciate intimacy and it's, like I, I, I don't really it's not as fun when it's like meaningless. Like when you have a connection with someone. So like um an emotional or romantic connection. Yeah, like really intimate behavior like eye contact and kissing is like far exceeds like anything I would say like sexual. You know what I mean? That's very sensual and I think that that is also wonderful, especially in a a uh, largely prevalent hookup culture that mm. we're in, which is completely fine. Plenty of people want to hook up. That's totally fine too, but we should also not shun sensuality and slowing down and making the eye contact. Yeah. And I've met a lot of people who just aren't into that or like, they sort of like think it's like niche, but I'm super unapologetic about it. Cause like, that's just, yeah. Myself though, like if it's just me, myself and I, probably like i don't know dude it's like it's just endorphins it's just endor- it's just endorphins dude like i don't know like <laughs> nothing i could literally just like stare at a wall probably <laughs> like be like dude like you know what this is a really nice shade of blue and then just like go this to work a really nice blue <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh, the curves on that blue paint. <laughs> i don't know i think for me to experience pleasure there needs to be like it needs to be an event, you know? We need to we need to do something prior. It can't just be sex, right? We need to go out. Do you mean for No, before that. We need to do something before that. We need the whole scene. We need to, you know, spend some time together so and go out and do something fun, have some laughs, lower our own inhibitions, you know, cuz I do I'm not a very outwardly adventurous person, I guess, when it comes to that. So it takes time for me to lower my own inhibitions to fully experience myself, if that makes yeah, sense. Absolutely. absolutely. I think the first thing that kind of pops into my head is that, like in our culture, we hop straight into sex and like our body, our body is not done with the to-do lists or the traffic that we were in or the bills that need to be paid. And yes, we need to, I like what I'm hearing from both of you, if I'm understanding right, slowing down and enjoying the moment. Absolutely. Go slow and then slower than slow. Yeah. Well, the connection job, take away guys. from the generalization of like what the composite society version of sex is. Yeah. Because it's not that. It, it's all these different levels, different planes. Yeah. It's something that actually is totally warranting of a conversation. Yeah. Otherwise, it's a forgettable moment. I think our time is our most valuable resource. And so to be able to spend that time and enjoy that time is incredibly important. Yeah. Not just a task. Mm. Is there anything about bonfire socials or about scars specifically that we haven't touched on that you guys really want to get out? Definitely want to uh, say again that February 6th, we do launch the Kickstarter. Um, That is the place to go to pre-order the game. Uh, As soon as everything is good and handled, uh, the game will be sent out. And that includes Scars Pack, the More Scars Pack, which is a wonderful expansion of similar questions to it. And if then, you order the bundle. Yeah. Because you can just get the base pack. Um, but the thing about the game is that it's supposed to be customizable. 
you're going to find questions that you don't like. That's just true. Um, one of the questions that might be one of the touchier questions in the base pack is, what is a comment about your body that you have never forgotten? That doesn't have to be a bad question. Mm -hmm. Like what somebody said about your eyes forever ago, Clayton, was a wonderful life-changing thing for you. It's a comment about your body. Um, and so, but if you don't like those kind of questions, you don't want to ask your strangers, friends, family, or whatever, your clients, if you're a therapist, then you mix and match from other decks. You don't have to add this expansion, though we do think that it's really fun. We are biased, though. <laughs> yeah, what did you, what did you make the game? We made it. Maybe. I can't but... imagine why you're biased. I really enjoy it, though. I really like it. it it's like, it, it's so fun. I, I could go off on a tangent about movies and stuff, but just like similar to movies, like when it comes to like games like this, it's so far and few between where you actually have a good time doing it. And I feel like this is something that wouldn't be like overplayed. Like I've played Cards Against Humanity like a billion times and it's just not fun anymore. But, like something like this, like you could do it with a new person every time. And it's just, you get a completely different thing. Also, as long as you're living, you're going to keep on experiencing things. Yeah, Hold your house is going to change. This okay. Map. So uh, there are three ways to play. There's the original way, the duality way, and the old-fashioned way. We are kind of going off the cuff. It's sort of like the old-fashioned way, which is where you just pick. You don't make it hard. You don't – you just pick. So, guys, um, pick my hand or Alex's hand. Okay. Pick which one. You can say one, two, three. I'm making this complicated. Let's do Alex's three. How did you get that? Oh, is that what it is? Is that what it is? The OG question. You and got it. Here's the thing. You can also say, I don't want to do that question. Redo. Do you want to redo? Really up to you. My third, which is a really awesome one. Pick mine. Yeah, we can Pick we can mine. do that. We, we, yeah, let's do that. I yeah, can't let's, let's go with Aaron's one. third. The other one's really simple. So, I mean. It is. No, it's true. Um, Have you ever had an animal-related injury? Yeah, I have. I have. Boy, have I. <laughs> Me too. And Alex, go on. Yeah. Who will answer? So there was a time when I worked with dogs. And one of the things that the dogs are trained to do is obviously to bite people, right? And so they would put me in, in the bite suit and then they would tell me to do different, different things. And I remember this one time and it always hurt. Like you think those bite suits are big and bulky. They are, but you underestimate how hard a dog can bite because I would come out of those suits just black and blue. And it got to the point where sometimes the bruises were green. I would just be so sore. It'd be bad. And this one time there was a dog that I was working with that actually had a metal tooth that was implanted. And what? yeah, and he bit me and I knew that he actually bit me because that metal tooth went through the suit and it went straight into my arm. And oh, I actually, um, your um, I don't know if you can see that. Like, oh, holy crap. I'm doing this on my phone. So this is kind of bad. The camera quality is not that good. The white in your purple. Yeah. yeah, I think I see. And had I, had I changed that, I wouldn't have told, I would have told the tattoo artist to skip over that, like let that part show, but you can still very much see that it's raised, but that is a scar that. That's a scar. And it was like, it was, I had never experienced like a puncture so deep it, and it didn't like hurt so much, but I was like just really surprised like how much it bled. It was like really deep in my arm. <laughs> I was like, whoa. You answered both questions. I'm proud. Yeah. Of you. I was actually going to tell you about the you scar did. on my, my face, but yeah, that is a scar too. Way to go, Jake. <laughs> you won the game. <laughs> um, You guys, animal related injuries. And see, this is the things, by the way. Yes. 
any of these questions can frighten you. Any of these questions, because I sat down with a therapist and I was like, hey, help me. I want to release something into the world that does not cause more harm than good. Look at all these questions at them. And she said, Aaron, anything can trigger anything. Mm-hmm. We have a question that says, what's the story behind your hairstyle? That can be intense for anyone. And we've actually legitimately seen that where someone's like, oh, my God, like, I can't even bother. Yeah, they're they're like, no, but you know what? That is a moment in which maybe you don't answer. You lean in and listen to someone else's answer because this game is supposed to not be about opinions because this is meant to... In a world full of opinions and beliefs, all very valid for many people, this is a storytelling game. It's, I can't tell you, your story is not real. I just listen. This is why we brought Aaron and Alex, because while Jake and I are not professionals, they definitely are. And if you're on the Patreon watching the video, another shameless plug, you would have seen that my body language changed and Aaron picked up on it because my animal related injury is also tied to trauma. When I was mm-hmm. younger at home, a child, right before I left my parents' house, um, there was a lot of violence in that house. And as a child, I didn't know how to fight back, but I knew how to, you know, protect the head, you know, protect the head and the stomach. So I would always bring my knee up to my chest and my hands over my head. And at one point, there were people at our house and they had dogs over and something was happening and I put my hands up and I brought my foot up and the dog thought that I was playing with them and my foot was a toy and just kind of latched <gasps> onto my foot and the type of dog that it was, it was not easy to unlatch. So it was, it was painful. I don't think I have a scar from it. I might. I don't look at my feet that often. Show us your feet. I I check. Put your feet up there, dude. Well, lucky yeah. for you, I am I am not wearing socks, so. You guys got to upgrade the Patreon if you want to see Cleo's feet. I really can't. You want the 4K version. That's a $10 a month <laughs> subscription for Cleo's feet. <laughs> so I want to pop in and like shamelessly say that, first off, thank you for sharing that. Because it is hard to open up. And I think that that was a wonderful show of you get to say how much or as little as you want but i appreciate your vulnerability because this game it's it brings you through a range of emotions based on what anyone wants to share because it's all just it's about connecting and that is fucking gnarly and thanks for telling it was a good time (laughs) it was the best of times and it was the worst of times should have been there best day ever yeah i mean like the three of us um we've all had Dog bites, essentially. Um, young kid went down a slide. Apparently, the dog owned that slide. This German Shepherd Whoa. bit the shit out of my head. Uh, 273 stitches in my head. Whoa. Wow. Skull. Like, it's like, literally, like the back half of my skull was ripped off from this dog. Like you said, it's the best of times, those sorts of times. Uh, you don't remember the pain, but you do remember like the feeling of like the, the heat of like the dog biting mm. Um He doesn't like big dogs. Yeah, it's forever changed for me. Like, Fuck we big have dogs. small dogs. Love them. They're great over there. Um, <laughs> They're really over cool there. over there. <laughs> very, very cool to look at. But like, how else do we find out that all three of us have had interactions with dogs? In the That's th- commonality. Yeah. That's pretty freaking cool. I have There's something. A a, a, yeah. Plot <laughs> twist. It was a squirrel. Uh, I'll make it. User so. error. Yeah, it was all my fault. So I walk outside. I'm a little kid. And I see a squirrel. 
I see a tree and I see my cat, orange cat, Freckles. Freckles is staring at the squirrel. I'm like, oh no, it's about to happen. He's going to kill it. So I walk over, squirrel looks at me. I look at the squirrel. Freckles looks at me. I look at Freckles. I do what anyone would do. I pick up the squirrel. Oh no, you're wrong. wrong. Incorrect, don't Mm. pick up squirrels. Bad input. I wanted to save it and it looks at me with fear in its eyes because I'm the big cat now. Um, It bites the shit out of my hand. I scream, my dad runs outside (laughs) and um, I had to go get a touch. Why did you not pick up the cat? <laughs> in hindsight, you have some solid questions. Hindsight is um, opinions, man. Hey, mate, proud of you. In hindsight, oh. the cat was the safer option. You better, babe. <laughs> oh man, do you guys have more questions? You want to do another card, Jake? Dude, I'm I'm down to clown. I really like this game. I really do like this game. So we have Thanks, three. Guys. Do you want one, two, or three? It can even come from Alex's hand since the last one yeah, came I'll from three. my All hand. Right. Well, hey. Since Alex is holding three, I'm going to go with two. <laughs> I see how it is. I see how it is. Oh, never mind. We you know, I, um, I, I am still friends with this girl, but when I first started like knowing this girl, um, we like one of the f- only nights that we had ever like spent together, just her and I, I can't remember what the name of the card game was, but it was something similar to this, but it was more like, it wasn't, I don't know. I would just say that it was like sort of privy to what this is, but it wasn't the same thing. I don't really know how to describe it, but we literally spent the whole night, like just going through the cards and talking about that. So I, I, I fucking love this game, this idea. It's just, it's so cool. Yeah. When this was great, like Aaron has had this fixation with conversation yeah, cards in general, like community, all that good stuff. As well as this company called School of Life over in London, which does so fantastic cool. work, great therapeutic elements, um, great books that just really show you different perspectives, things like that. It's very philosophical, psychological tools to help you in modern day society. Highly recommend mm. the School of Life. And so we have God knows how many sets. Like our library is really less of a library and more of like a card library. Yeah, I need to start uh, giving away things. We had a lot of influence in the way that, like, how you might approach a question through those things. And Aaron really took it home with the body thing, like something that everybody can actually relate to. Like, we when we were looking through all these cards, it was very much like if you didn't have a specific experience, there's no way in hell you would relate to it. Yeah, you just sit there bored. But you talk about a scarf, any fucking scarf, a dog scarf. For some reason, everybody's been bitten by a dog. Yeah. Uh, for some reason, everyone's had sex in a car. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's what this is. is It's like, it's very like thought provoking, but their questions are so simple. Yeah, they really are. Let me see if I can get this up close. Can you snap your fingers, whistle, move your ears or eyebrows? I can do all of those things. Let's see I it. was waiting. Okay, so snap fingers. Oh, whoa. Bobby bad fingers. I can, I can, nasty snap. That's a t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> I can whistle so I can, um, like a, in and out. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> Did you That's like it. Yeah. All right, one more time. One wow. more time for the camera. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> Literally um, perfect. I can move my ears. Wow. So let's take this off for a second. Oh yeah. Okay. Let's let's. Go. So I can um. What? <laughs> <laughs> and I can move my eyebrows too. <laughs> Can you move both Hell of them separately no. though? Or do <laughs> <laughs> no, I could. I've tried though. It oh, takes 
You're a triple threat, man. That was amazing. I'm that was your eyes are triple threat. I'm dangerous. I have multiple felony warrants for my abilities. That's actually a true fact. Clay, stop. That wasn't on the card, dude. <laughs> oh, hold on. You didn't tell us if you could wink. Oh, I, I can wink. Oh, oh my can't God. wink. You better get out of here with that. That's Other that's seductive. I gotta stop. Clay might get seduced. Don't play with me like that, Jake. I can do the other one, but it takes more content. Let's see if I can concentrate. Yeah, there you go. Hey, hey good nice. Job. Yeah. Clay, you're next. Go on. Let's see it. Snap. Snap those fingers. Whoa, those hey. are those meaty snap. <laughs> That's a meaty snap. Yeah, can you can you ASMR a little bit, please? I think I probably could. What's wrong with you? Wait. Let's see. I want to hear it so bad. Oh, honestly, I love it. So snap. What was the other one? Whistle. Can you do like in like Guys, whistle? Wow, you're so I cannot move my ears. I can't do that. How about those brows? I can move my eyebrows. Oh, those those bushy boys. You could move those things. Call us it. Dude, I feel threatened. I stopped that. <laughs> Dude, my fight or flight kicked in when you did that. What was the other one? Wink? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm a, I'm a yeah. big winker, actually. I get love close, winking. I wink at people all the time. Ooh, that was actually really good. I like that. Smooth, man. That was smooth. Good job. I wink at my kids a lot when they do when they do good. I look at them and just... Oh, that's so sweet. I did the right thing. All right. Come on, kid. I feel like I did the right thing. Let's knock it out. Uh, I can snap. Cannot whistle to save my fucking life. No matter how bad I try, it's like doing the Spock thing on both hands. Like, some do, people just can't do it. Do better. I'm trying. <laughs> Come on. Come on. Just try. Oh. I believe in you. Damn, I, I would love to. In, I would love to. In or out, just blow But mouth I remember being out. really pissed off watching Axl oh, Rose yeah. just like whistle Civil War and it's like, fuck. I'm a You're a musician. You can't whistle. <laughs> no, it's pathetic. I'm like one trick <laughs> Yeah, stringed instrument. That's about the best I can do. But I can wiggle my ears and do the eyebrow thing with both eyebrows. And kind of... Well, come on, pay up. Oh, okay. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's like oh. a forehead thing, but I don't know. It's skin, Ooh. skin is skin. What about wink? You got to be able to wink. Oh yeah. Oh, there Ooh. it is. Ooh. Ooh, fly me out. <laughs> <laughs> Take me home, Daddy. <laughs> I have nothing fun for anyone. My ears do nothing. And this one's sadder. And then are you ready for my oh, terrible yeah. wink? Oh. There to turn your whole body. <laughs> turn your whole your face. Eyebrows? Eyebrows? I can only do one. There you go. That's Wins enough. That's the bad eyebrow too. Like when uh, she's mad, you yeah. know it's she's it's, mad because it's of the bad eyebrow. The other one won't move. Hold on, let me try. Hey. <laughs> Beautiful. Perfect. Yeah, the is real. Your face is turned red. <laughs> I, got not the, good. I got the bad face muscles or something. Okay. Right, let's see. We got two more. Clay, why don't you pick this time? Let's go with uh, number one. Number yeah, one? That number one. What sounds are pleasant to you? Not snapping in a microphone. Horse hooves on concrete. Use. Alternatively, coconuts. Yeah, coconuts you can also use, I've heard. <laughs> Well, I don't like it. Oh, Thank you, wicked. John. <laughs> you don't so like great. the sound of coconuts doing that? No, I love the sound of coconuts. I was not the biggest. She just wasn't aware that coconuts could do that. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, 
wait till I introduce you to the concept of sound design. Have you ever actually like seen like for like triple A movies and stuff, like how they make sounds? It's so insane how creative they are, like making like alien sounds and stuff. You know, my favorite facts is like Twister. Remember Twister from the nineties with Bill Paxton? So the tornadoes, it was a camel just dropped down three octaves. The tornado is a camel. Just going away. Whatever the fuck. Yeah, it's a camel. Alex, as a musician, what sound is pleasing to you? What sound is pleasing to me? Silence. I was going to say the exact same thing, actually. I spend about six hours each episode editing, and I sometimes just unplug my headphones. These are noise cancelers, so the silence is beautiful. This room, we've got like fucking 70 guitars in here, uh, and uh, when I leave this room, the last thing I want to hear is sound. Yeah, more noise. <laughs> just, just Yeah, no, like, kill all the guitar players. They're the worst. Um, just can't do this. <laughs> the, uh, the worst thing is riding in a car with him because he doesn't want to listen to any music. Oh. Just listening to the road. She means it's the best thing. But, you know. It's terrible. It's funny that you mentioned that. I do like the sound of, like, cars driving over gravel, like when you're inside the car. I don't know. That's not my that's favorite. I, I'd say that. That's a good one. Yeah, I'd say that my favorite is. A little bit of the rumbliness. Yeah, just like I don't, I don't know, like the yeah. I guess you could. Yeah, I don't know how to describe it. Yeah, I would say like gentle, like water and or like trees rustling, but like there can't be anything else happening. It has to be just that sound. It, so not music, not spa music. No, <laughs> I feel like <laughs> sp- listening to spa music makes it feel like a chore. Like, I, like yeah, you're supposed to be in a spa. Like you have to get yeah literally but if i'm just listening to like if i'm next to a gently flowing creek and i can just i I can take the time to appreciate that do you shout at the birds you're like shut up i'm listening i bring a gun that's awesome (laughs) i um all right guys i have to go take another call but uh thank you so much for all of this had a fucking yeah we did too thank you so much for joining us alex i would say that a really abrasive sound is definitely styrofoam like people like i don't know why people love to like rub that stuff together but oh my gosh oh i hate it i'm trying to think i actually like a lot of the a- asmr stuff i'm not kidding like crayons being rustled around someone with fingernails tapping on chocolate Mm-hmm. that's good but i don't really know about the whispering stuff kind of freaks weird. me out yeah that's a little weird to round us out we talked about how bonfire socials and how scars became a thing we played the game it's wonderful we love it yeah. Let me ask you as a huge supporter. Genius. I know that in the creating space with games and entertainment, you have to protect your IP. So I understand that. Where do you want Bonfire to go in as little or as much detail as you want? Yeah. So we hope in the future for Scars to kind of be the launch point for us to open up a physical location. Be wonderful to open up physical locations everywhere. The entire reason we created Scars and Bonfire Socials is to create community. And so we want to give people a place to go to experience these cards or not experience the cards. You don't have to play the cards. We're not going to make you play the cards. But whenever you sit around and you don't know what to say and everything feels boring, it's pretty cool to learn people's stories. Mm. It's not for everyone. And that's totally fine. Yeah, absolutely. Lots of places. We do want to release future expansion packs um, we want to incorporate different communities um, in order to kind of tailor experiences to um, specific communities. Yeah, absolutely. So for the listeners, February 6th, that's the date. Yeah. 
That's when we go live. We'll be live for 35 days. February 6th, 35 days. We're definitely going to push out on our socials your link. Thanks, Absolutely. Guys. Yeah, of course. I hope you have all of the fun conversations and you keep on experiencing cool things that change the answers to your questions. Aaron from from Bonfire Socials, let me ask you, what's your history with body-focused repetitive behavior? Oh, my God. You asked my favorite question. Okay. So this is my favorite question, and I just have to plug the TLC Foundation. Um, so body-focused repetitive behaviors, BFRBs, are people that, um, well, they're not people, but people experiencing Cheek chewing, hair pulling, hair eating, um, skin picking, uh, lip biting. Did I say nail biting? So lots of people think that these are just bad habits, um, but they are actually comorbid with anxiety, uh, depression, etc. And it's not just a nasty habit. So it is something that is worth looking into, to put it short and simple. And my history with BFRBs is that I used to pull out my hair whenever I turned about 12. I didn't want to. I didn't like to. It was just something that I think that I did um, when anxious. So to this day, uh, I kind of, I remissed whenever COVID happened. So I was doing super great and then started happening again. And since then, I'm doing pretty good now and instead I have to admit I've kind of switched to like cheek chewing so I'll do this um and I know that it's part of me and I don't like to frame it as if I'm struggling or I'm fighting with it I'm living with it and working to kind of show other people like hey this is a thing you're not a super freak it's not your fault it's kind of like a bird that overgrooms, essentially, is how I've heard it. So check out. My body-focused repetitive behavior is shaving Jake's mustache. Oh my, here we go again. You're, it's not happening. Yeah, really? It's not going to happen. It's going to happen. I'm going to shave it. Before that, thank you for joining us on Let Me Ask Ya. If you're a return listener, we deeply, deeply appreciate your support. The amount of time and effort we put into this podcast is rewarding when we see that people are enjoying the episode. So leave a review. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you catch your podcast, and share us with your friends. I think we're nearing 800, right? We are nearing 800 downloads. Um a thousand is my goal before the end of February. So check us out on all our socials. Let me ask you everywhere. Check out Bonfire Socials also. Instagram, Facebook. Yeah, Bonfire Socials. Bonfire Socials everywhere. And then BonfireSocials.com. BonfireSocials.com is our website. We'll be sure to link all that stuff so you guys can um, learn all about them. Um, on the link or the uh, Kickstarter. If you guys want to play Scars, which we played here today on the podcast, a lot of fun. I really recommend it. I'm going to buy a copy of the game myself. That'll be there so that you can help support them in their mission to get that started. Until then, check out our Patreon for $25 a month. You can hear me and my therapist talk about my body-focused repetitive behavior of shaving Jake's mustache. It's going to happen. I'll pull it out with tweezers if I have to. And for $30 a month, you can listen to my live-streamed plot if I'm going to take out Clay. Aaron, let me ask you, kangaroos or koalas? Kangaroos are my favorite animal. They're terrifying. Could you take one in a fight? No, they're terrifying. Could you fight one? Would you fight one? You think you could win? Hell no. I would really want to just see it from a distance. That'd be a pretty cool animal-related incident. (laughs) It's, It's really cool from over there.
Those, uh, those fucking they claws, are terrifying. they'll disembowel the It's really cool from over there. <laughs> Aaron, thank you for joining us. Yeah, thank you so much. Catch us next time. Stay, no, not stay curious. That's not our thing no, anymore, um, right? What is our... No, that's we're, already we're taken. Experts. It's, that's it's We're not experts, or let me ask you. We, we really should. We need to start the episodes with, with, hey, let me ask you. We should start the episode. And, and you know the thing? The, I started that. When we first started the podcast, I started yeah, off, let no, me I ask you, and you changed it to... I don't the listen podcast. to anything. Like that said. was then your thing. Yeah. No, yeah. <laughs> You're right. I don't listen to I don't respect your